the voice is getting worse? Question mark. Oh no. Sip that tea. Lizards. Welcome. As a explanation, um, sorry, MM, since we were just chatting about this. Uh, oh. I went I went to my first college football game yesterday and um was in the rain for several hours. And it's not even from cheering, although we did cheer a little, but like the Huskies lost pretty badly. Who are they playing? Uh, Oregon. Oh, so that's that, right. Oregon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It the was the, it was the big, and the Ducks are like the fourth best in the country. The Huskies are mm. not. And <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was fun. But like it was, I was just sodden to the bones. So I think that's a little bit of, it's not from cheering. It's not like um, after you go to a concert and then like, yeah. because you were cheering your head off your throat hurts so i'm drinking a big old mug of a uh, tea that i love tea very much it's it's from zadico tea co which is the try guy zach kornfeld's brand because you know i own all of their merch yes, yes. um and he has a breakfast tea blend which is incredibly oh. good it requires no fixins um nice. so there's no, no milk honey anything like that it's just yeah. so it's so excellent I love it so much. It replaced coffee for me for a little bit. Wow. And then I missed the taste of coffee, which I know mm. is weird for some people, but yeah. I I like a good rooibos tea. Rooibos I like. Uh, yeah. I like a good um So, my issue with a lot of teas is it's too <laughs> This is going to sound super stupid. It's too leafy. In the words of Ted Lasso, it tastes like grass. Yeah, you're yeah, eating boiled grass. I get it. I mean, it is leaf water, so I get yeah. it. But uh, I, I have found the Zatico teas to really hit the spot for me. Uh, they also have a um, a sleepy time minty tea, ooh, which is quite ooh. good. And it's not too minty. It's like very relaxing. It's very nice in the winter because you're drinking the nice warm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. thing. Anyway, so I'm drinking that. We'll see how my voice goes through this. Should help. Uh, Should help. Through this fun time. Okay, so I have given you no spoilers as to what None. I am I know I know covering. nothing about which we will be speaking. So nothing. Last week I thought, hey, because I've been so obsessed with Hades and um getting Poseidon's blessings are my favorite ones in the game, I would try and do like an ocean mystery. And I gotta oh. tell you, a lot of the ocean mysteries that I was finding as I Googled about were basically just like ocean's fucking scary man it wasn't yeah yeah you know how i feel about that yeah uh-huh. yeah you don't i don't fucks with the ocean either but like, like the underwater but it wasn't even like here's this cool story and then we don't know what's going on with it it was just mostly like fucking ocean man like everything was basically <laughs> i could just tell you that there was like the ocean's real weird right there yeah but there's no like story behind it or anything like that it's just like it's real fucking weird right there it looks real milky for no good reason Ooh, and milky. like we yeah gross right um Ew. it's they think it's bioluminescent milky it's not the same <laughs> the, anyway so i did find a story that i will probably cover at another time that's a tiny little ghost ship but oh. i got this idea uh as i was googling about I am not a, a redditor. I am not typically on the Reddit unless there's a link to an AMA or something that I am into. Yeah, I, the only Reddit thing I usually have is the am I the asshole on Twitter yes. and then relationships yes. because they're all hilarious. 
Yep, especially when it's like very clearly that person's the asshole and they very clearly don't <laughs> yeah. know. But I'm not on there commenting, etc. However, and I'm not saying that because being a Redditor is inherently bad, although there are lots of fucking, yes. people, fucking people on Reddit. Um, you know, fucking people. People. You know how we feel about people, people. It's just, it's one of those things where, like, uh, when something pisses me off, it's like, I'm just this, this fucking person. <laughs> so, like I'm saying, look, there's a lot of fucking people yeah. on Reddit. Yeah. But um, there is a, th- there's a lot of creepy threads, which I love. Um, mm-hmm. And so I remembered this one thread that I thought maybe I'd run through. And then I was like, you know what? No, I think that person is, like, trying to option it or whatever about finding staircases in the woods. Very, very creepy. But I thought, what? hey. Yeah, it's it's real creepy. It's like like and then you ha- like are compelled to go up them and then what? who knows? What? It's so creepy and it's it so cool. I'll sa- terrifying and I love it. I'll send you the link, but because it's it came out to be fictional later. Of course. Of course. Um, I was like, well, there is the thread. Let's not meet, which is true creepy stories. Okay. So I figured I would Ooh. go to Let's Not Meet, yeah. gather up a few creepy stories, and you could re- be reacting to <gasps> oh, true I love it. creepy stories. Oh, I and love it. very helpfully, uh, around Halloween, one user was like, here are some of my favorites. I was like, perfect. Ooh, <laughs> nice. So I've, t- I've toddled around. I didn't read any of these too closely because I, I want us to, like, you know. Be kind of reacting. And yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it sounds like fun. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Because you already so, saw me react to staircases in the woods, which was apparently uh, fake, but it still freaked me out. Like, yeah. So, uh, and the whole thing about it is like the person was like a former park ranger. So, uh, mm-hmm. It's so good, but so creepy. Anyway, so our first one from Let's Not Meet is called I was told you guys might like my story about camping in the Appalachians, and I picked this one. I said the Appalachians. Appalach- yeah, the Appalachians. You said it, it sounded very almost like French, like Appalachian. Oh, it's L'Appalachian. Appalachians. I know many people say Appalachians, but I feel yeah. like people in the Appalachians call it the Appalachians. So that's how I am. I have no idea pronouncing it let me get so i can see your beautiful face a few years back my girlfriend and i having hiked several other parts of the appalachian trail decided we wanted to do the southern portion of virginia's trail a shot it is about 166 miles long and runs through george washington and jefferson national forests from roanoke county um to parisburg in giles county i don't know virginia okay whatever it's more remote and less traveled. Yeah, it's the, the rural. The rural juror has a limited release next week. Oh, congratulations. I didn't know they had a release date for the rural, for that movie. Rural part of Virginia. But it sounds like it was probably very pretty because it's, yeah, mountains, farm, greenery. Yeah, so, uh, the, so there's a lot of establishing shit here that I'm going to just skip because it's just mm-hmm. like, n- nature's beautiful. I, 32 male, and my girlfriend, <laughs> 28 female. But the last couple of nights is where things got weird. Oh. On this portion of the trail, you're supposed to camp on the trail or in a designated shelter. We didn't really want to run into other people and didn't want anyone coming up on us in the middle of the night. 
So we decided to ignore those suggestions. Well, there's your first goddamn mistake. Okay. And find our own little spot off the trail. A little searching around, and we found a spot a little ways off in the middle of a small clearing, and it was perfect. Nope, it was not. It wasn't perfect, or you wouldn't be riding in. Somewhere around 2 a.m., I was awoken by my girlfriend shaking me and telling me to get your gun. Someone is walking around outside the tent. She informed me that she woke up to what sounded like someone right outside the tent running a knife or something along the side while circling us. Nope. And then... While hiking, I carry a 1911 and a judge with me. I guess those are types of guns. Wouldn't know. Okay. A few minutes of nothing but breeze blowing through the trees, and I heard it. Snap. Crunch. Snap. Nope. Someone or something walking in the woods behind our tent. Fuck that. I got the flashlight and silently made my way out. No. Okay. There's no way you can silently leave a tent. Absolutely not. There Sorry. was definite. There was definitely some snow pants sounding like, <laughs> and then the zipper. Yep, yep, yep. Um, our fire had gone out, so it was nearly pitch black, illuminated only by the dim glow of the October moon. I told my girlfriend to stay put while I checked it out. I didn't flick my flashlight on right away so as not to give away the. That I was out of the tent. Again, okay, we they know knew that that's the tent true. Yeah, oh, okay. I mean, especially if it's like a person, like a hillbilly that's going to hunt you. I don't know. <laughs> they, you're on I their- like how we jump to hunting hillbilly. Okay. I like um, it. I always jump to hunting hillbilly. Whenever <laughs> I'm driving through like an air, like when we were out um, on our little trip, we passed quite a few like burned out shed type things. Mm-hmm. And whenever I see those, I'm like, Oh, if we break down here, people are going to hunt us. Anyway. Well, to be fair, I also invoked the hunting hillbilly when I was staying at your house in the middle of Seattle when there was a man called that we called Toothless Joe, who... That's true. ...was uh, frequenting your house. <laughs> Although, would he be a hillbilly if he is a city mouse? Who knows? I don't know. I, I, I would put them in the same category. I mean, I just jumped to, to fair hunting enough. hillbilly as well. Okay, so anywho... He gets Somehow, out. He thinks yeah. he's being quiet. He hasn't turned on the flashlight. Even though he's on the hunting hillbilly's mm-hmm. turf, so you know. I turned the flashlight on and flooded the area with light. I thought I saw someone move from behind a tree. I yelled out and told them to go away and that I was armed. I kept the light on the area with my gun drawn and slowly approached where I thought I saw the figure. Then, from my right, I hear someone running away through the woods. I spin and face my light that way. But I do not see anybody. There's no way I'm giving chase, smart. So I uh-huh. return to my campsite. I tell my girlfriend what happened. I said I end up sitting guard outside the tent. And then, you know, it's okay. I, it, this was ha- this was happening around 2 a.m. So, you know, uh-huh. until the light comes out. In the morning, I look around for for bits or signs of who or whatever it was, and I discover a boot print in some dirt near our tent. It wasn't mine or my girlfriend's. This freaked me out because it confirmed that one or more people had been skulking around our tent at did, night. Did, did seeing the person run away not confirm that? But okay. I would you know. also be concerned. But yeah. Okay. So that day, we hiked faster than normal and covered as much ground as we could. When it us ca- the hell out of here. Yeah. Right? When it came time to... Sa- I kind of forgot that they were on this big remote hike. And so it's not like they could just like return nope. to the car and run away. 
When it came time to set up camp, I found a spot near a cliff where we could place the tent in a small overhang to prevent anyone from coming up behind us. Why on earth would you once again go off the trail? No, you stay on the goddamn trail or you go to a designated area. The whole day up to this point, I had a feeling we were being followed. Because you were. I had no confirmation of this, but it was just a gut feeling. I'm confirming. Right? We set up camp, made some food, and retreated into the tent. So he gives his girl, I give my girl one of his guns, and he has the other gun. And I'm like, are they going to fucking shoot each other? Who knows? Okay. Oh, yeah. So... He assured her that if I slept at all, I would it would be with one eye open, but I probably won't fall asleep. Well, I'm sorry. No, if you are hiking this trail for like a week, no. Uh-huh. No, you're going to mm-hmm. go to sleep. I was awake for a few hours just waiting to see if anything would happen, but I guess I did drift off. I woke I some guess. time later mm-hmm. to what sounded like someone going through our stuff outside sure. the tent. I grabbed my gun and woke up my girlfriend, shushing her to be quiet. Okay. From the faint glow of the fire, I could see someone's silhouette against the tent. There was someone really out there. I yelled out to them, uh, we are armed, get out of here. And they dropped out what they were doing and bolted. I came out of the tent, gun drawn and ready to shoot someone. Mm. Our stuff was strewn all about. They had rummaged through all of our stuff. I walked to the edge of the woods in the direction that that person had fled. There was a creek nearby and I walked to the edge and down the creek I could see a light and it looked like a lantern the way it flickered. I saw three more lights emerge from the other side of the woods. I told her to start packing up, and we because we were going to leave right now. Where are you going to go? They left the tent. They left a few other items. They just took everything they had that was, like, of value. And they, in the middle of the night, headed back to the trail. He, I kept hearing them talking off in the woods and heard branches snap quite a few ways off. Mm-hmm. If something happened, we were still a long ways from anywhere, and we, we were quite literally on our own. So we really felt like we were in serious danger. We'd been walking for quite some time when I heard something in the woods behind us. When I ran at a corner, I saw someone step out into the trail watching us. The sun was just coming up and there was barely any light, so I couldn't make out the features just a silhouette. I stopped and looked at them for a sec and asked them who they were, but they just stood there silently and then walked back into the woods. We picked up the pace and kept going, looking back for that man every so often, and didn't, but didn't see them again. Eventually, we reached the end of the, the trail where we had parked his girlfriend's car, extremely exhausted. We had made it out of the Virginia woods without becoming a meal for a clan of cannibalistic hillbillies, which is what I pictured the whole time. Uh, I have no idea who they were, what they wanted. Maybe it was just someone messing with us. Um, maybe it was a really a clan of hillbillies who were hunting us. Let's not meet. So, story one complete. Okay. 10 out of 10 on the scary scale. However, <laughs> however, follow the rule. Like, I get some rules right? are broken, blah, blah, blah. But that seems like that rule is in place for a reason. And it seems very much like if there is a, um, if there if there are people who hunt people out there, or if there's any sort of, like, weird, creepy ghost or whatever, um, it's one of those things, like, once you're in their territory, they can kind of do whatever they want. Right? Like... Stay on the trail. Yeah. It's all you had that's all you had to do. And like oh, God. you don't want to be around people. So we're gonna go that's when you wanna be around people to make sure no one's no one's gonna hillbilly murder you, which is apparently way worse than a regular murder. Hillbilly murder. Honestly. 
Honestly. So, yes, that's what I agree. I think that could have completely been avoided by following the rules. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. St- story number two. I bet there's a body in the trunk. Um, what? I'm sorry, by the trunk? Or do they mean they're talking about your murder shed? Is that where <laughs> you also I, I, store your bodies? I'm pretty sure they mean a car trunk. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this happened when I was a teenager, around 14 or 15. I had a boyfriend at the time who lived a fairly short walk from school, and we would often walk to his place after school and hang out for a few hours. Sure, hang out. Uh Hang out for a few hours. Because we took the same routes so often, I knew all the houses and landmarks along the way. In January, my boyfriend and I started to notice a car that had been parked in the same spot for a while. We thought nothing of it. At the time, maybe it had died in the cold or whoever owned it couldn't afford to have it repaired. But as spring came and the snow melted, the car was still there, parked in the same spot at the end of my boyfriend's street. We passed it almost every day as we walked there after school. As the days grew warmer, a rotten stench started Mm -hmm. to rise Mm -hmm. from the car. I joked to my boyfriend, I bet there's a body in the trunk. And we laughed it off. (laughs) but we were curious now. So one day we peered inside the car windows as we passed. The car was messy, but not filled with trash or food. A discarded backpack lay across the seat and papers were strewn about, but it looked like an ordinary car, but we had, but we knew it hadn't moved for months and the, for months and the smell was indescribable. The smell continued to get worse as spring turned to summer. One day, when I couldn't come over for some reason, my boyfriend and his dad decided to investigate the car. They found the doors were unlocked and the no. key and the keys were inside the car. No, 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 no. Call the popo. What are you doing? They went around back and popped open the trunk. <clears throat> my boyfriend had told me that a swarm of black flies <gasps> flew up from inside. Oh, the conjuring! Okay. Inside were a bunch of black garbage bags. Nope. 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 No one can see me. She's about to say something. She keeps taking a breath. And I'm like, no, 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 no. My boyfriend. No do that and then be like, let me open these bags. No one. My boyfriend and his dad called the cops at this point. Okay, good. The cops later told us that inside those bags was rotting meat cut into pieces. The first pieces of meat they tested belonged to a pig. But a few weeks later, my boyfriend's dad got another call. Under the pig meat were the bones of a human child. No! No. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, who is his dad that the cops call back like, let me tell you what happened? Girl, are you sitting down? Girl. Um, what is... Okay. <laughs> okay, number one. Like, just have the... Co- call, the call the cops because the car's been abandoned there. Just have a total right? way. What are you right? doing? You're not going to just, like, randomly after six, eight months, just be like, do 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 let me see if I can get inside. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. Moving okay. along. Moving, Moving to the next along. one. No no further details on whether or not, uh, you know, we know anything about the child. 
The child, the pig, the backpack. Nothing. The car. Nothing. I'm just kind of scrolling through the um, the comments and someone's like, I wonder who this is. Like, do we have any news articles that would like describe this so that you could figure out like what the dead pig and child and then someone says i googled body of child found in trunk of a car and unfortunately there are too many stories in order to be able to tell Mm. i mean that Um, is awful but also you need to put in the pig that's true that's true i think that's a very identifying that's just messed up okay story number three no, that's not what I wanted you to do, you stupid browser window. Stupid browser window. Oh, yeah. Uh, it should have been a beautiful drive, but it was a trap. Oh, it's always a trap. It's a trap! I picked this one because it uh, takes place in New Mexico and reminded me oh, of our... Yes. Uh, gorgeous. Of our, of our Brian... Mm-hmm. What is his name? Brian Stone. What was his name? You're saying Stone. I feel like you're saying Stone because there were Stones. stones. <laughs> it was your story. What's his name? Oh, hold on. <laughs> Jesus, like you expect me to remember the shit that I've said before. It's true. Oh, damn it. Stone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a moron. <laughs> Have you met me? You to remember someone's last name. What? That's true. All right. So it should have been a beautiful drive, but it was a trap. I lived in New Mexico for several years before moving to the Midwest. My friend Amy and I would spend many days exploring the rem- remote corners of New Mexico, discovering abandoned ghost towns, and enjoying the quiet, desolate beauty of the desert. I mean, finding an abandoned ghost town would in New Mexico does sound like fun. I mean, right? I would do that. One afternoon in March of 2010, we were traveling from Ruidoso to Albuquerque. Always up for exploring, we took a back road rather than going directly on the highway. One leg of our journey had us on New Mexico Route 55. It's a remote, teeny, tiny two-lane highway. We love those types of roads until that day. This part of New Mexico is flat and desolate desert. You can see for miles, and there's virtually nothing except dirt and rock between towns and the towns can be miles and miles apart. I mean, that sounds like New Mexico. So yeah, sure. So we were on New Mexico route 55 going North. After a few minutes, we saw a white pickup truck ahead of us going the same direction. Suddenly he stopped his truck sideways in the middle of the highway, blocking both lanes. Nope. We were got, we were about a mile away from him. And as we got closer, we began to get uneasy. Girl, you should put that in reverse. We could not see a reason for him to do this. We were the only other vehicle out there, and we began wondering if we should turn around rather than come up to him and have to stop. That would be a yes. We were about a half mile away when he pulled over to the opposite side of the highway, but his truck was still pointed the direction we were going. We tried to relax a little. Surely this guy was a rancher or something, and maybe he was checking on his land. As we passed him, we noticed a few things. One, there was only one person in the truck, a middle-aged guy who did not take his eyes off of us. Ew! And two, he was talking into a walkie-talkie. Oh, hell no! Hell no! To the no, 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 hell! 
few seconds after we passed him, he pulled. Talk about hunting hillbillies. I'm sorry to keep it right. <laughs> Talk about hunting hillbillies right there. They're coordinated. Go I on, mean, please. the banter is why I figured this would be funny because you're reacting live to this uh, this true story. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Please inter- Please interrupt all you would like. A few seconds after we passed him, he pulled back onto the highway nope. and started following us. See, you should have just put it in reverse. Reverse all the way back to Redoso. <laughs> Sorry, it was reverse, reverse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no you ever to see edit. anyone just driving in reverse down the highway? That's me, everybody. <laughs> Jesus. N- note to future editing Katie, uh, find a clip of the cha-cha slide to put in <laughs> Speaking of the cha-cha slide, we had a whole conversation about Tootsie Rolls yesterday, and we kept talking about Tootsie Rolls to the point where I had to actually play Tootsie <laughs> The butterfly, uh-uh, that's old. Let me see you, Tootsie, Tootsie Roll. Roll. And the kids were looking at me like, she has lost her damn mind. What is this? At least it was that and not asking you uh, why the band is called 69 Boys. Nope. <laughs> anyway, so he starts following them. But he never got too close. He would get within a few car lengths and then drop back a little and then speed back up again to within a few car lengths. We were getting really nervous and realized how alone we really were. We had seen no other traffic on that road and we hadn't told anyone about our great idea to take this detour. No! It's 2010. You got a cell phone, girl. We checked our cell phones. No! And neither one had a signal. God damn it. Typical for remote New Mexico, but very scary given our present situation. Amy was driving and speeding up while I frantically checked the map, hoping to find a road that would have more traffic, but there was no other road. We had we had to travel this one to get to the next town, which he says is Mountaineer, which I think is a really great town name. Uh, turning around to go back the other way didn't seem like a good option. After a few minutes, if you'd done it in the first place, I know, right? After a few minutes, we saw another pickup truck coming towards us. Nope. He was going very, very slow. Maybe maybe 20 miles per hour, if that. Mm -hmm. The pickup was old and beat up, while the one behind us was much newer. Well, because it's your murdering truck versus your scouting truck. Right, obviously. You don't want to get blood on the scouting truck. You want to get blood on your murder truck. The murder truck is fair game, yeah. Amy had us going 75 miles an hour, which wasn't typical for us on these 55-mile-an-hour highways, and we blew by the old pickup. As we passed it, we saw that it was another middle-aged guy, and he was talking into a walkie-talkie. No! After the white pickup passed him, he pulled a U-turn and pulled in behind it. Nope! As we watched all this, we could see the white pickup truck guy talking into his walkie-talkie. Nope! No doubt these two knew each other. We were being deliberately followed. For the first and only time in my life, I felt hunted. They stayed right behind us. We watched for obstacles in the road. We truly thought old beat-up pickup guy had set a trap in the in the road for us in front of us. Yep. And that, and that our vehicle would be disabled somehow. Yep. We talked about driving into the fields since we were in an SUV, but this was obviously their territory. And we yep. were afraid what would happen if we went off the road and got cornered. Yep. So we stayed on the highway. Note to the first guy on the Appalachian Trail. Snail. (laughs) The road and the trail. There's a reason you don't go off. Okay. By now, the white pickup truck guy was right on top of us. 
We could see him talking into his walkie-talkie, and he stayed right on our bumper. And the beat-up pickup truck guy was right on top of him, and the three of us were speeding down the highway. The white pickup inched closer. His maneuvering and edging closer made it apparent he was trying to bump us. I watched helplessly as he got to within inches of our car. Amy floored it, and we were passing 80, edging up to 90 miles an hour. The road was flat and deserted, but anything going wrong would have been catastrophic. We were absolutely not going to slow down or stop if we could help it. The white pickup pulled into the opposite lane no. and started to gain speed. Uh uh-uh, uh uh. Hope a semi comes and runs his ass over. I know, right? The only thing we could think of was that he wanted to pass us and get in front of us. Uh-huh. And if he got in front of us and his buddy was behind us in the murder truck, uh-huh. we'd be boxed in and trapped. For murdering. Yeah. We looked frantically at the rocky desert on both sides of us. Our only option was to off-road it. Should we risk it? No. Could we speed through the desert and make it to safety in one place? No. As as we topped a small incline, we saw a sign that said Salinas Pueblo Missions National Monument. And it pointed toward a road on the left. And right at that moment, a blue pickup truck pulled out of that road and onto the highway in front of us. The blue pickup had the plates that said U.S. Park Service. Yes. We looked at each other, then looked behind us, and both pickup trucks did a U-turn uh-huh. and go and went the other way. Uh-huh, they did. Fuck we off. Fo- we followed the blue pickup to Mountain Air and then made our way to Albuquerque. This, So I don't know exactly what those guys' intentions were, but they weren't good. Uh, I notified the state police, and they said they would keep an eye on things. This area is near Bellin. New Mexico, which is where Terra Calico was abducted. Oh. It's also about 100 miles from Elephant Butte, which is where David Parker Ray had his secret little torture laboratory. Um, Everyone stay tuned for the next episode we <laughs> talk about. David Parker Ray and David his little David Parker Ray and his torture laboratory out on Elephant Butte. Um, Not Elephant even Butt, Elephant Butte. Elephant Butte. Yeah, we'll have to look into Tara Calico and David Parker. Oh, I know the Tara Calico story, girl. I don't. Okay. Wow. So she was a really good kid, all-around good student, da-da-da-da-da, athletic. She was out riding her bike one day, and she disappears in New Mexico. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that's a really big mystery about her, besides just the whole disappearance, was like years later in Florida, um, there's a really, I think it was like, you know, a kidnapper-type van. And a lady in the parking lot noticed this van at a grocery store. She goes in, comes back, the van's gone. There's, like, it's either an envelope and the picture's in the envelope or it's just the pictures on the ground. And it's a Polaroid. And it looks just like, like, everyone is convinced this is her. I'm pretty sure the FBI did a thing and they also think it's her. Where she's, like, bound and tied up in the back of a van. And there's also, there's another kid there with her. And no one's ever been able to identify who this other kid is. Wow. It is creepy. Creepy. So, uh, even though David Parker Ray had died by this time, the time this happened to us, there, you know, we do believe there could be other, out, others out there like him. Sure. You know, just like with the Sith, there's always a master and then an yes. apprentice. Yes. Um, and whoever abducted Tara has never been caught. Huh? Or maybe we came into meth lab territory, but since this... Since this happened on an actual highway rather than a backcountry road, um, I tend to discount that theory. But whatever's going on out there, it's not good. Wow. Wow, 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 That's by far my favorite one so far. Um, 
I mean, yeah, I feel like that one sounds actually like it was real. The the one on the trail, like it was a little too poetic. What with the full October moon, you know. know. Honestly, okay, and then maybe that one was written by a dude, so it was all that like, oh, then I got my gun and I silently Mm -hmm. da 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 da, and so it was a little bit more. Maybe it's because it was a guy and that was a girl. Maybe. And and so she was just more like, just the facts, man, this is what happened. And was, and was it, it wasn't trying to like sugarcoat it to make herself look more like a hero. Right, right, right. Maybe. Possible. Possible. Ooh, that was Our, good though. That one was, whew. And now we know we can look into this David Parker Ray person for another An story. Holy butt. shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is the one last more. one. I, one more. It's the last one I pulled. Okay. Let me get it on over here. Um, lizards, I will link to all of these in the show notes. I'm keeping all of them open so I can share my sources and the users, etc. Okay. Do do, do, do. find your beautiful face. There's that. Okay. The woman on White's Bridge. This happened way back. racist, by the way. (laughs) It wasn't the white woman on a bridge. It was the woman on White's White's Bridge. Bridge. Oh, yeah. It's not White's only bridge. It's wrong. That's all I'm saying. Okay. This happened way back in October of 2006. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, ancient stories. At that time, I was just a 19-year-old kid with big city dreams. No, I was just a 19-year-old kid always on the lookout for adventure. <laughs> One Friday night, after wrapping up my chef at McDonald's, I met up with some friends who suggested we check out this haunted location called white's bridge my one buddy brandon okay this is for sure also written by a guy because i feel like only men say my one buddy my, my one, one buddy, buddy brandon because <laughs> he's literally not saying i only have one buddy he right. may be saying i only have one buddy named brandon possible i don't know he had recently learned my so my one buddy brandon had recently learned about it and began telling us legends associated with the 100 year old covered bridge um, never one to turn down a spooky experience. We all piled into my green Ford Taurus and headed out on our journey. Fun. I love how some of these details are just like. Why does it need to tell me? Yeah. Why are you telling me it's a green Ford Taurus? Right. Oh, we just got in my car and we headed out. They're painting a word picture. Um, <laughs> they are. Also the covered bridge. Like there is something way spookier about a covered bridge than a regular bridge, right? And and uh, sorry, a one hundred year old wood and a covered Ooh. bridge, so it's like like creaky and okay. Uh, Brandon gave us it reminds me of like Goatman Bridge type things. So yeah, 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 wooden roller coaster slash Goatman Bridge kind of a oh, there's something extra spooky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Brandon gave directions, guiding me off the main road, and within minutes we were on the dirt back road surrounded by woods and cornfields. Our only point of reference was a blinking cell tower off in the distance. We could tell we were getting further from the city as our cell phones began slowly losing service. As we rode deeper and deeper into legitimately what felt like the absolute middle of nowhere, Brandon repeated the legend associated with the bridge. Of course, the Brandon. And so the legend goes, back in the early 1900s, a local farmer discovered that his beloved wife had been cheating on him and in a fit of rage could... He killed her and her lover after discovering them in the act. After committing the cold-blooded murder, the farmer left his home and wandered the dirt roads in a haze. He eventually came upon White's Bridge with the realization that what he had done finally beginning to sink in and decided he would rather die than face the consequences of his actions. He hoisted a rope over one of the bridge's rafters and hung himself. 
As far as I can tell, the story is complete fiction, but I totally believed it at the time. Very spooky. After a long and bumpy ride, Brandon instructed me to turn right on an off-road that I wouldn't have even, even noticed if he hadn't pointed it out. I took the turn, and there before us was White's Bridge. It looked like something straight out of a horror film. An old wood-covered bridge, aged by time, sitting alone above a river deep in the middle of nowhere. We parked the car on the side of the road and got out to explore Immediately catching our eyes was a scarecrow lying abandoned at the ent entrance to the bridge. Huh? My friend Mike, who is known as a big risk taker and, oh a my God. and a stupid one at that, picked up the scarecrow and lit it on fire. That's so Mike. Like, come on, Mike. God, Mike, always setting shit on fire. The hay body burst up into a ball of flames and Mike waved it around proudly next to the old dry wood bridge. Realizing the risk, I told him to throw the damn thing in the river and put it out, which he did. After making sure there weren't any rogue embers around that could ignite the bridge, Brandon suggested we get back in the car and pull it onto the bridge. He explained that the legend was if you parked your car in the middle of the bridge, put it in neutral, and killed the engine, the spirit of the dead farmer would push the vehicle forward to get it off of the bridge. Wait, but why? I don't know, man. Why do those kids push you up that gravity hill? Right, but why? You know? Like he, mm -hmm. I thought he just wants to hang himself. Why does he want to push your car off? Maybe, he, maybe he's like, "This is my bridge forever." Got off. Maybe my he's bridge. like, "I called this bridge. I called dibs on this goddamn bridge. Get your this smelly car bridge. out of here so I can hang in peace." Okay, right? Get, or get um, your kids get your toys off of my lawn. That kind of. Or thing. maybe he just like really doesn't like Fords, and he's just like, "Fuck this Ford Taurus." Just anyway, like Mike. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, fuck Mike. He burned his little a scarecrow. Stupid risk taker. I've even heard about Mike. Damn. We piled back in and did exactly as Brandon said. We parked halfway across the rickety old bridge and killed the engine. We sat in the pitch black, saying nothing, waiting for something, anything to happen. Mm -hmm. The only sounds were the creaking of the bridge, the river flowing beneath us. And footsteps. <gasps> Stupid Mike. Suddenly, the back driver's side door opens and a woman abruptly enters the back seat, cramming in next to my two friends there. What? She, she looked to be in her late 20s, early 30s, with long, straight black hair, wearing a plaid shirt and blue jeans. Did she look like the wife of a farmer that was maybe cheating with somebody else? I don't know, man. It's been a while, but this is essentially how I remember the conversation going. She says, I saw your fire signal for me. What? Uh, uh, <laughs> wait, what? I replied, totally freaked out. I'm so glad you came. My boyfriend's car broke down back that way, and I need a ride back. No, you don't, bitch. And then he says, I'm sorry. Who are you? What are you doing out here? I told you, she responds, my boyfriend's car broke down over there. Can you please give me a ride so I don't have to walk all the way back? She was pointing ahead towards a narrow road that forked off the other side of the bridge. Mike says, I mean, if you need a place to stay, you're more than welcome to crash at my place. Mike, put it back in your pants, Mike. Uh, I've got plenty to drink and... Um, and then a storyteller interrupts him. No, lady, listen, I'm sorry. I don't know who you are. You just got in my car. This is really weird. You could be an axe murderer. You have to get out. She glared at me in the rearview mirror. But you signaled for me, she said in an irritated phone. 
an irritated tone. Or phone. Uh, the storyteller goes, we weren't signaling for you. Get out. She lets out an angry sigh and gets out, walking back in the direction from which she came, disappearing into the night. I started the engine up and looked at my friends. They all had looks of disbelief on their face. Without saying a word, I put the car in drive and slowly rolled forward and off the bridge. We needed to turn around and go back across the bridge to get back where we'd come from. And the only way to do that was to pull onto the side road where the woman had said her boyfriend's car had broken down. So do like a K-turn there. Uh, no. As I pulled onto the side road, my headlights illuminated three signs that we hadn't been able to see from the bridge. No trespassing, private property, and do not enter. Looking up the road, there's no son of the woman, and wherever she went, it didn't appear she went that way. I didn't want to stick around, though, so we backed up, crossed the bridge again, and made the journey home. We, I think we were all equally stunned, except for Mike, who asked if we, he, we knew anywhere he could score some weed at that hour. Fucking Mike. It's just, like, totally it sounds like Mike. Uh, I visited White's Bridge a couple times after that, but nothing of note happened on my subsequent visits. Well, he didn't start a fire in Signal Park. Right? You know. Sadly, some delinquents burned down the bridge some years ago. It was rebuilt, but it's not the same as the original. fucking Mike. And he's like, I don't have any plans to go and check it out. It's like, but you visited it when it was still haunted or whatever. Okay. So, um, this has pictures. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Not what I was expecting. It yeah, me is, neither. It is spooky because, like, they didn't pass anybody and mm-hmm. she was coming from behind them, right? Right. So, in theory, they would have driven past her. And if her boyfriend's car was off that do not enter road, wouldn't she be coming from in front the of other them? Side? And she just opened their car door and got in. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And where's her boyfriend? Well, and she's saying, but you signaled me? And she wants to ride back to her boyfriend's car, but there's something wrong with the car? So, like, what good is that going to do? No, she she wants to ride back to, like, the city. So she doesn't have to walk back. But I'm like, then where's your boyfriend, lady? Why isn't he the one out here getting into (laughs) strangers' cars? So, okay. So let me share this here. Boop, 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 share. I hate my screen. (laughs) Have you ever had anybody just, like, get into your car before? No. Have I told the story that one time um, Super Husband did when he was like in his car waiting outside of this place I worked that was in Roslyn and no, and somebody thought he was like an Uber driver or something, no! and just like got, or like the ride share, whatever it was, and just like got in the car or thought it was their ride, whatever. This is before I'm old. This is before ride shares. And just, like, started, like, buckled in and just started talking. And Super Husband was like, um. <laughs> Excuse me, please get out of my car. Yeah. <laughs> what did the, per- did the person say? Like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, oh, oh. yeah. And, like, laughed. Like, That's, like oh they God. were, they were, as, she was as equally freaked out that she had gotten into a street yeah. as she should have been. Um, the only thing close to that that happened to me and why I always lock my car doors always is, um. So I went to school, I went to college in North Philly. There was a Wawa where we would always kind of drive if we needed coffee, like late at night for like all nighters and stuff like that. So I was by myself. So I don't know what I was up to, but it was probably just late and I wanted some fucking coffee. So I got in 
the car to go to Wawa, probably to get like a sandwich and some coffee. And halfway there, um, a bunch of dudes surrounded my car and like started shaking it and tried to get in. What? Yeah. And like, I know that um, I'm a freeze and do nothing person when this kind of shit happens. What did you Because I just, I froze and did nothing. I was just like, and my car doors were locked. Thank goodness. Would have run um, their asses over. And I saw, you'd think that like my first thing would be like, I'm going to like to say like, I'm going to go. Yeah. Um, I definitely saw a cop a couple blocks away and they didn't do anything. A-cab, yeah, then, man. I don't know. Um, That's terrifying. That's yeah, they just got bored and left. Like there's like, oh, I guess. Well, so I was, so actually, it was I was at a light and the light turned green, and I start like I was like, uh, and then as the light turned green and like I start, took my foot off the brake, they were like just left and like oh, were laughing. Well, okay, I guess they had some sense then. Idiots! I um, my car now automatically locks whenever it's on. So this is the bridge. Oh, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Spooky. And then the scarecrow. I would not want to hang out there. So that's the <gasps> scarecrow. Oh, that is a terrifying scarecrow. So lizards, this is the scarecrow's in a couple different pieces here. You have the plaid shirt top and then some jeans on the bottom, and like they're just sitting separately from yeah. each other. And there's a bunch filled. of orbs in this photo too, which doesn't help anything. Right. And then Mike holding the scarecrow before setting it on fire. Oh, wow, Mike looks like a piece of shit. <laughs> Mike, come on, man. So Mike looks like the biggest douche that you've ever seen douching. He's smoking a cigarette on this dry tinder bridge. He probably just took the cigarette and, like, put it into the scarecrow's house. Probably, probably. No, no. And, and there's Mike waving the flaming scarecrow around. Mike being an idiot, like he does. Mike. So that is man, right? Man. Okay, those are both pretty spooky. <laughs> those are both pretty spooky. And those, so those are the four that I I Thanks. picked from this list. Ooh, good idea. Good idea. Very spooky. Um. So let's not meet is the thread. Okay. Um, I knew about it like generally, but like I was just I knew it was also the um. One for true ones because, you know, there are all sorts of creepypasta sort of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. threads where it's just like people just write scary stories and I wanted right, true right. ones. Oh, so. man. They were good. They were good. Thank I have to you. look it up later. That's not me. All right, lizards. What did you think? Um, clearly, the Appalachian guy is a tool and should not have gotten off of the, Don't. Um, Don't the trail. Off. Don't get off the trail. Um, the body in the trunk i am gonna google around to see if we can figure out what that one is we will probably have some follow-ups from the new mexico one to see if we can look up the torture laboratory i don't mean to sound so excited that there was a torture laboratory i've never heard of this before and also elephant butt (laughs) and um fuck mike so let us know what you think. You can find us on Instagram at one times pod or at our personal accounts. I am at Katie Haas. MM is at true crime wine 69. Um, and we'll talk to you next week when MM brings us a tale of perhaps elephant, butt, perhaps but elephant butts. I don't know. And who also knows? until then, you know, don't be a mic. Don't ever be a mic. Everyone should always aspire to be better than a mic.
Sorry to our friend, our actual friend. Mike. Be more like my one buddy, Brandon, you know? Yeah, be my one buddy, Brandon, who knows local lore. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, be more like my one buddy, Brandon. setting random shit they find on fire. Damn it, Mike. God damn. Be better. Jesus. Bye. Bye, guys.